in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. It was really cold in here today and so I decided to turn it on because I thought it might be cold for you. I'm okay with it being like cold. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, it depends. It was pretty, like my nose and fingers were... Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. It's and I knew you for me, like, dog. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't like that. No. So I turned it on so now she's bubbling. She sounds like you just like have a white noise yeah. maker of like ocean noises. I don't like it at night because... Um, oh, welcome to Acting Normal. Hey! Everybody with your hosts, Anna and Shelby. Welcome, guys. We're talking about my baseboard heaters. <laughs> Just making some noise. I don't like it at night because I'm a pretty light sleeper. Yeah, me too. Um, and so whenever it does this little gurgle that it's doing, I think somebody's like jiggling my mm-hmm. front door. And so then I, and then my whole body like wakes up. Yeah. So I don't get, don't get a good night's sleep when she's on, but I'm okay with it being incredibly cold. So usually I turn it off at night. Yeah. I like crank up my heater because we have like the wall ones. We have a wall one in our bedroom, wall one in the kitchen that like hits the living room and then one in the spare bedroom. But like we never turn that on because like we don't go in there. But we always just like crank up the one in our bedroom and then like let it heat for like while we're reading and stuff like that and then we turn it down. Oh, okay. And then I sleep in the cold. So you like a warm room at first? At first. Okay. But then like if it's warm all night, I get really hot in my sleep. So it's like I will be 5,000 degrees. Even with the heat off, I'm either just top sheeting it or I got just one leg under that top sheet. Cause you're, yeah, you can't have your entire body exposed. <laughs> There's monsters. There's monsters under the bed. Luckily, I have drawers, and that is on purpose. I'm going to be honest with you. I am a 31-year-old woman, and I do have drawers under that my bed on purpose. makes sense. <laughs> because the fact that anybody or anything could be under my bed, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, terrifying. Terrifying. No one could fit under my bed. No, even if I took the drawers out, no one No could one would be able to fit. No, but that's terror. But someone could if they really wanted to. Like that guy, um, like that guy from Ocean's Eleven who fits in that really tiny suitcase to get them into the bank vault. Someone like him. Mm. But that's more con- like consolidated space, you know? But like this space is like, you have to be skinny. Your head would not even fit under it. A normal person's head would not fit under it. A baby's head under would not fit. Under mine or yours? Mine. Okay. It's like my hand. Literally hand big. Oh yeah, I think mine's bigger than that. Yeah, nope. My I was he- talking mine. My head. No one could fit under there. Not even your head. Not in my head. <laughs> so, good luck, Charlie's. <laughs> but also found out my bedroom door doesn't lock. Mine doesn't either, and it is. Like, it locks, lock. it has a lock, but it doesn't work. Yep. And so, whenever I'm home alone, I like to put just my uh, laundry basket in front of it. Oh. Because that's so really you- going to stop them. <laughs> so, you- so you hear it? <laughs> Because I'm right there when they enter, so it's like not really going to help me in any way, shape, or form. But maybe they'll trip and cut their foot. Maybe. And, I, and then I can sneak out the balcony. Mm. That'd be a long way down. No, because I can just sneak around to the other side. The balcony oh. connects. Oh, okay. But it is locked. Didn't think about that one. Okay. Next time, Next unlock time. it. Yeah. Before I go to bed. Okay. <laughs> I do something similar. Um... I learned to sleep with my door open because in the summertime, my mm. AC is out here and that's the only way to feel it yeah. in there without getting another window unit that I just don't want to do. Yeah. 
Um, so I got used to sleeping with my door open. But then I started to get paranoid because then I like really wouldn't hear. But here's the thing. My floors are hella creaky. Yeah. So got, like, you're hearing someone if they classic actually floors, came yeah. in. I also keep my cardboard boxes at my front door. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I'm feeling particularly paranoid, I'll like throw them down. Yeah. So that you can't open the door. And I'm putting can't in quotes now because if you really force that door open over a cardboard every, box, yeah, everything, they're getting in. Yeah. <laughs> and we also say this as if like like stuff's happening outside our apartments. Like, I don't know. Not a lot of stuff's happening near us. So I don't know. Someone was held at gunpoint outside my apartment. Really? Oh, yeah. Literally like, on the corner. Months ago. <laughs> Sorry. Crime is only scary for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> can't let it get to you. I um, am looking up under the bed stories. No, I don't know about that one. I'm looking at the legend. Have Ooh, you watched like, Don't Look Under the don't Bed? Don't look at this picture. No, like the, what is that? Don't Look Under the Bed, um, a Disney Channel original movie. Oh, I'm sure I have. That nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel. A 1999 film? Yeah. The, the boogeyman takes them oh yes i have seen this and then their friend turns into the boogeyman yes i have seen this and i don't know what they put in the water over there it's but scary it was genuinely terrifying his eyes got all weird and then he got like fangs this says scariest disney movie question mark but actually there's been like a bunch of studies and people well no not scariest most violent most violent disney movie is apparently sleeping beauty because they really let Maleficent um, go ham when she was a dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Correct. Spoiler alert. So scary. <laughs> Humans turning into dragons. It's one of my biggest fears, They think it's the most violent, not the scariest. Just you can see that. Yeah. I mean, she, like, had a whole kingdom on fire. There's going to be a lot of casualties. Yeah. No one's, not everyone's making it out alive. So, mm she seems like she had some bad attitude she was really butthurt over a baby what if we yeah and like you gotta check yourself mally what was her deal again why did maleficent need the baby did she do you do you even remember well okay so there was the original disney no i'm not gonna look it up let's make it no 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 because there was the original (laughs) disney movie and then there was the newer Disney no, I'm, movies I'm with Angelina original. Jolie, and they like happened to be like friends. Yeah, those. I don't care about hers. I don't care about that one. Um, I think okay. I don't really remember. At I don't all. remember. I don't either. remember at all. So I'm gonna say that I'm gonna preface it. Okay. But just like knowledge of like fantasy and like you know royal kingdom type vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like. King was Maleficent's brother. Mm. And so if he dies, like if he doesn't have a, a firstborn child, okay. like then she would get the throne. Oh. And because she had the, they had the baby. Okay. She couldn't get the throne. She's like, I gotta get that baby out of there. I gotta get that baby out of there. <laughs> that's classic witch talk. Yeah. So I think that's what, I think that's what it is. Okay. Because I don't think she's, like, I don't think there's any, like, she has a son. Like, I don't think Prince Charming's her son. Is that a thing? 
I don't think so either. Did you hear that somewhere? No, but oh, like I was like, that's a that's an interesting take. No, but Enchanted. Oh yes, they that's moved, her. They that's something. That's her stepson. Okay, so I see. I didn't. know what I mean, Maleficent but that's was. not Maleficent. I'm just saying that oh. has happened in other movies. Gotcha. Other Disney. Movies. I want it to be more dramatic. Like the queen is her sister, and she wanted the like she had a thing with the king first. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And then. He liked the younger sister more, of course. Yeah. And so then they got together. They had a kid. And then she cursed her. Well, and also, like, what's the difference between the Disney plot and, like, the OG story? You know? Because those oh, are always look different. Is this a Hans Christian? Or it could be um, the Grimm brothers. Oh, yeah. Because the Grimm brothers did all like the Hansel and Gretel and all that kind of stuff did Hans Christian Andersen do Little Mermaid no that's also grim okay because it ends up grim yeah because she <laughs> she becomes bubbles she's seaweed yep like sea algae or something like that yeah she like, like turns into the sea okay so I have a summary of the grim Sleeping Beauty one. okay let's read it and let's see how it's like we a, all like adjust our seat. We just adjust it. <laughs> like, is we're ready for class. I love being told a story. I love a tale. Tale is all this time. <laughs> True as it can be. Mouth a little scared. Neither one prepared. Beauty on the beast. We switched key at the end. That's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> we're Deal good. with it. Um, okay. Apparently, this was written in 1896. I think that's just oh, fun so little. like the latest news. Yeah, latest news. <laughs> uh, the story begins with a frog announcing that the king and queen. <laughs> Honestly, we can stop here. The story begins with a frog. I should have just stopped right there. My favorite thing is like. I'm hot now that I'm sitting next to the heater too. So I have to take this off. Oh, I can't. I don't have a shirt on. <laughs> you don't flash me. But remember in Shrek too, how like Fiona's dad was actually a frog. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't until you just reminded me of that. <laughs> um, okay. With a frog announcing that the king and queen will have a child in a year's time. Ooh, magical frog. Obviously, it's talking. <laughs> a year's time. A year's time. So they haven't even, like, tried to get, like, get pregnant well, yet. Well, they could be trying. We don't know. I know. But, like, <laughs> nine months is not a year. I winked at her for everybody. That's not a visual <laughs> medium. Um, after the birth, the king holds a great feast, inviting 12 of the 13 wise men, wise women in his kingdom to gain favor for the child. Slay. 12 of the 13. I know. The 13th is going to be Maleficent. After 11 of the 12 wise women have bestowed. Wait, 11 of the 12? Oh, 11 of the 12 invited. Yeah. So 13 of them, 12 were invited, only 11 came. Well, I think the. The 12th is there. You just didn't let me finish the sentence. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just like trying to do the math. After 11 of the 12 wise women have bestowed the gifts on the child, the uninvited 13th declares that the princess will be cursed to die by pricking herself with a spindle during her 15th year. Okay, so the 12th didn't show up. I guess. Number 12. Oh, no, she did. Since the 12th wise woman had not yet given her gift. Uh, here we go. She says that instead of death, the princess will fall into a deep slumber for a hundred years. The princess, Rosamond, 
pricks her finger in her 15th year and fulfills the prophecy where she falls into a deep sleep along with the entire castle. That seems unfair. On the day when Rosamond should awaken, a prince passes through the hedge, Mm -hmm. witnessing the magical slumber the court is under and eventually finds himself next to the princess. He cannot contain himself and he kisses her, whereupon Rosamond wakes, uh, awakes along with the entire court. The prince and Rosamond get married and live happily together until the end. Why don't you just say happily ever after? That was it? Yep. Oh, so what's her beef? <laughs> they don't tell us what the what her beef was. She just wanted to come and like mess with this kid's life, I guess. Okay, so then we want to know. I guess like someone sometimes you just do it for the bet. Do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Oh, okay. This says this is a uh, Wikipedia, the fountain yep. of all knowledge. Yep. Uh, angered by not receiving an invitation to the christening, um, the princess is cursed by an evil fairy named Maleficent. Okay. So they're switched to fairies. Chill out. So she curses a whole ass town because she didn't get an invite to a party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she is a fairy. Or a nymph. What's the difference? I don't know. One of those. Mm-hmm. Why she- did Maleficent turn evil? In the original version, Maleficent was evil, while in this version, Maleficent was a tragic hero. She is shown to have morals and remorse and only became evil when the, when King Stefan betrayed and mutilated her. See, that's what happens in the Maleficent Maybe movies. We this one. Maybe we should do this one. That's what happens in Maleficent 2. Really? Mm-hmm. They show her backstory. Those are pretty good movies. Oh, I liked the first yeah. one. I don't think I ever saw the second one. The second one. one gives backstory. Maybe I should watch it then. I love a, I love a, like, tale from the village. That's why I think she's a nymph, because she's got horns. Those weird me out, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't like them. I'm trying to, it took me to a weird page that has just so much information. Oh, like a lot? Yeah, like I can't even tell. So we've got some sleeping beauty. uh, Yeah. Informationers. Why didn't they invite Maleficent? Oh. This is a BuzzFeed article. So they watched the movie. How Maleficent became... Oh, okay. It took me to like that part in the article and not the title. How Maleficent became mistress of all evil in just 600 years. Oh, took her long enough. (laughs) 600 years. Oh, okay. This might be what we need to know. Okay. I think this might cover all of them if I'm just pacing through this quickly. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So, quote, she's not what you assume she is, unquote, Angelina said of the evil fairy she plays in Maleficent. Okay, fairy. A 2014 take on the 600 or so year old story of Sleeping Beauty. We assume, of course, oh, sorry, I should give this writer credit. Oh, Um, that's why you said 600. I thought like Maleficent was 600 years old. No, apparently. Like the character. Yeah. Not. Well, kind of. Like I meant the character in like that specific book. Oh, no. No. She's just 600 years old in our world like how many years has passed since it was written yeah this is just a story i think i think you pronounced this person's name arianne let's just call her a if we need to okay refer to her 
Um, we assume, of course, she's senselessly evil for what else could explain a person effectively sentencing a baby to teenage death. Mm-hmm. The new film aims to tell the truth about the would-be princess killer to explain why precisely, what could precisely make a character so cruel. This new Maleficent has been betray- betrayed. She's lost something. She's done battle. But perhaps the explanation for Maleficent's cruelty has been in the centuries of patriarchal history. Oh. <laughs> In Disney's 1959 version and its source material, Maleficent curses a baby princess to seek revenge for a real or perceived insult. Despite being harsh, the the villain is remarkably the only female character who is consistently pursuing her own agenda in every version of these stories. Yes, the fairy is quote-unquote bad, but part of her badness is that she demands respect from a king. The only quote-unquote good female characters are the obedient or unconscious ones. Mmm... Side eye. Side eye. <laughs> Side eye. Okay, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. So you okay. Um, passive princess. The passive princess is as much as a snooze fest as her fate <laughs> is obvious in the Disney version of Sleeping Beauty, where Maleficent speaks 541 words and Princess Aurora speaks 263 and sings mm-hmm. one song, which adds an additional 141. Wow. 5% of the words she speaks are the word oh. <laughs> oh funny. my god. She doesn't speak at all after she learns she's a princess. Aurora, the narrator says, is her parents' most precious possession. The three good fairies in the film, Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather, um, psychologize their nemesis, Maleficent. Fauna says that Maleficent doesn't understand love or kindness or joy or helping others. Her masculinity, coded as her refusal to help others, is what makes her so evil. Mm. So she's just a boss bitch. Apparently, and like they don't like that. Oh, Maleficent. <laughs> Maleficent is based on a 1959 Disney movie. We already talked about that, which is based on the 1969. Oh, we're getting different information. Yeah, that was 18, yeah. right? 1696 Charles Perrault story, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, my God. Which was likely based on. Oh, my God. There's so many based off Whoa. of. Um, Giambattista's 1630 uh, story, Sun, John, Moon, and Talia. This says uh, Basile. Oh. I just didn't say the whole thing. Which was likely based on the first known European Sleeping Beauty. I can't say that. So there's another title here. Oh my god. Uh, from the 1300s romance Purse Forest. The Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm version, Dornroschen, was first published in 1812 and drew on Perrault's work. The offended fairy who cursed the infant prince is crucial to all versions except Basile's, which has an ogress antagonist and not a fairy. Shrek. Maybe. Tying together the Grimm's Perrault and Basile... Are there similar source material, their bourgeoisie backgrounds, and their desire to pin folktales down in writing? Um, this is a very long article. I wonder, I thought she was going to talk to us about, like, Maleficent's backstory. Yeah. Maybe they're just, like, go watch the movie. <laughs> well, I, can't, I think I will now. Yeah. Okay. So we're probably missing some things here, but Maleficent. I think he like rips a wing off of her, like the king. 
this is what's highlighted from what Google said we should read. So let's see if this paragraph is helpful to us. Okay. Um, Pearl undermines... Oh. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Maleficent called in Pearl's story simply an old fairy, did not receive an invitation to the christening because she had not left her tower for more than 50 years and everyone thought she was dead or... And sore-celled? Mm. Could not tell you what that means. When she arrives uninvited, the king quickly orders a place set for her, but he can't give her the same gold box he gave the other fairies because he had only had seven made up. Not twelve. Oh, not twelve. This mistake seems quite reasonable. It's unclear why the shut-in thought she'd be snubbed, but fortunately for parole, plausibility is not the province of fairy tales. The old fairy shaking... Um, quote, more from spite than age, unquote, curses the infant to prick her finger with a spindle and die. I'm like, can you imagine saying that to a baby? <laughs> hey, just prick your finger and die. <laughs> I wasn't invited to this party by, like, literally you didn't have anything to do with this. I'm just mad at everyone around you, but you have to die for this. You have to die. My feelings are hurt. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. I hope you have a good life till you're 15, then you're gonna die. <laughs> Have you ever thought about sewing? Don't. <laughs> no, she'd say do. You ever thought about sewing? Try it. <laughs> You're right. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> do you like sewing? Good. Death. Die. <laughs> <laughs> um, die. Die. <laughs> Uh, she does not mention any specific age when this will occur. Another fairy who'd been hiding softens the curse with the familiar hundred years of sleep and adds the prince waking her at the end. The king outlaws spindles uh, gutting the national thread market. <sighs> king. God, either, ruining the economy. Either 15 or 16 years later, the princess finds a reclusive old woman in a castle who hadn't heard about the ban and is spinning. The princess, of course, has to try this out, pricks her finger, and falls into a semi-permanent sleep. The old woman, it should be noted, cries out for help rather than running away. The good fairy surrounds the castle with impenetrable foliage and puts everyone in the castle to sleep so that the princess won't be too alarmed when she wakes up, save the king and queen, who presumably are needed to remain awake to govern and hopefully resuscitate the textile industry. Oh. They got a big job ahead of them while their daughter's sleeping. Yeah. A century later, the princess is awakened when a prince walks into her bedroom. Casual. And they get married that evening and are quite happy. Yep. She eventually has two children while entirely conscious. I mean, good. Good. Um, we're not going to, we're not going to get an answer for this because I think just like fantasy just doesn't. Wait, more information. More information. Okay. The real villain in Pearl's story is not the old fairy who curses the princess, but the princess's ogress mother-in-law. God. As in Basile's, the ogress attempts to eat her son's wife and children herself, and a commendable cook tricks her. When she realizes they're all still alive, she attempts to throw them into a barrel of vipers and other poisonous creatures, but she's foiled. Foiled. <laughs> By the early arrival of her son and in frustration, throws herself into the barrel and dies. The spelled out moral is, of course, marry well, quote unquote. But really the moral is, quote, male supremacy, unquote, <laughs> with a dash of don't mess with ogresses. So that's not that's the ogress That's the other. Yeah, that's the other guy's version. Um, my question was, 
when they're asleep, I know in the movie they don't age. Oh, here's the grim for a hundred years. No one's aging, and I just like don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot that I don't believe I in say, this story. Is that the single thing you're gonna pinpoint? No, no, but that's the single thing I will pinpoint because it's just like. I would love this all to be real and like yes you get pricked and you die mm-hmm. but then you have to sleep for a hundred years and I want her to wake up and be 115 years old. <laughs> I'm sorry I want that. I want that I want that movie version. Princesses don't get old. If there's one thing I've learned from all these princesses don't get They're old. They're always 14. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> 14 to 17 max. <laughs> and 17 you're basically a grandma. Yeah you're <laughs> You should basically no. curl up and die because you're so old. Have you ever heard of sewing? Die. die. <laughs> okay, we have the Grimm's version next. Okay. We can see how they judged it. In the Grimm's version, of which there are actually several, apparently, the brothers revised the additions that followed in the initial 1812 release. Um, Why? Do you have other ideas? They were God. like, we really got to judge these ones because these were the best. These ones were the best. <laughs> The Maleficent character. Or the worst. Oh. Sleeping Beauty is one of my faves. Oh. I love her. Yikes. The Maleficent character is not invited to the christening party as in Peralt's because the king and queen have only 12 golden dishes to serve on and therefore do not invite all 13. Okay, that seems like a bad reason to not. Um, excuse me, Grim Brothers. Can we talk about how terrible of a plot that is? Like, I'd rather it be the other version where, like, they, they thought she, she died. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's so innocent. How did she even know what was happening if she was holed up in her castle, too? Like, how'd she even know? I don't know. Anyways. Probably the talking frog. When that frog announced it. Yeah. That makes that's sense. That's probably it. That makes sense. Um, Okay. The slighted sprite. Question about oh, the frog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really got just quickly back to the frog. You think the frog is like doing something where he's like trumpeting and then like mm-hmm. doing it just like at the castle wall. Okay. Just like the king and queen's castle. He's just trumpeting and saying it. Are we saying what was in our brain when we heard that? Because I'd love to talk through what each of us were visualizing when we heard about the frog. Um, I thought it was trumpeting. Okay. And I'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the king and the queen are expecting a baby in okay. a year's time. Yeah. <laughs> Where it went there, but... <laughs> I like the accent. But then now I'm wondering, do you think she was, like, so old that people didn't recognize her and she's, like, walking through the streets mm-hmm. She didn't. people didn't know? Or do you think the frog is going to everyone's homes and telling them? It seems like a lot of work for the frog. Mine's but if that's their role... Mine's kind of a mix. Okay. So I think this um, frog, yeah, this newsboy frog, yeah, hey, yeah, like hear ye, hear ye, um, hey, get your is, newspaper. Has because he is a talking frog. I'm assuming he has characteristics that just are maybe a little different. Okay. Okay. So when he needs to put on, um, like, uh, when he needs to magnify his voice, it happens because he's a hear ye, hear ye frog. Yeah. So he's like newsboy. He gets like the huge double chin yeah. and he's like, and he's like, yeah. And it like goes far. Yeah. Okay? That's why I was thinking like the little like yes. trumpet thing. But my yeah. thought is it's not far enough for like the whole kingdom. So okay. he still has to do regional. Regional. So she happened to be in a region and and he was like, I'll, okay, I'm going to go yell it over here just in mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. anybody's like out picking berries, mm-hmm. hunting. Yeah. That would really suck for hunting because if you're like trying to be quiet. 
And this, this frog is like, what I'm worried about. Queen's gonna have a baby. What I'm worried about, that frog gets shot. People are usually hunting frogs. Do people hunt frogs with guns? I don't know, but if you're, if you're hungry. <laughs> Here's the thing, Anna. If you're hungry. Sometimes it's dangerous to do your job. He's in the, he's in the front lines <laughs> of news. So he's like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do, do it. it. I gotta announce. Gotta do it. So. He must have been scared. He made, he, I think he made it through though. Okay. It sounds like it. In my head, he's at the christening. Love. He's making the announcements about the christening. He's, he's actually the 12th gold dish. <laughs> it's the frog. They were like, actually, we didn't invite two of the wise women because the frog got the 12th gold dish. Um, but the other 12 wise women didn't kill our baby <laughs> so i don't know what your issue was one we thought was dead and you've talked to svetlana right you've like you've tried to talk to her like why would she why oh would we invite God. her to this party okay i don't think svetlana like has showered in like 10 years i was gonna say 12 like i know we do it every two years we take a shower yeah but like she's done like i feel like she's missed it a lot yeah she breaks yeah and I know the rest of us only have like max six teeth, but she has two. She has two teeth. She has two teeth. Oh my god! And I she know she wouldn't be able to eat off these gold plates anyway. No, she wouldn't. We couldn't serve her anything but she mush. Like, I can't have mush at a christening. Are you kidding me? Can't I can't say, "Hey, cook, make mush for my princess daughter." Yeah. Oh my god, embarrassing. And also, like, okay, I heard she's. You guys should all see us using our hands. I heard she's also like not that wise. She just, like, was part of the group. She happened to be there at that time well, I was and place. Be, I was trying to be subtle about that when I was like, have you talked to her? Because she's kind of dumb. No, she's, like, so dumb. And she's a dumb bitch. Can't have dumb bitches at a christening. <laughs> dumb bitch eat off a gold plate at a christening. It'd just be mush. So, like, of course the frog was there. Okay. Obviously. <clears throat> also, so I don't want to, like, also, it. I don't, like, want to say anything, but, like, me and the frog are, like, going on a date later. <laughs> Okay, I love it so me. I mean, I've looked into his eyes and honestly thought about it. Yeah, um, about someone it. told me like if I kiss him, he might turn into a prince. I'm making eyes at the je- at the jester. Have you seen him Ooh, standing over there? Yeah, I can see him coming in. He's gonna do a show, and honestly, that shows for me. <laughs> that shows for me. And Svetlana shouldn't be there for it. And Svetlana should not be here. No, you remember the last time she came to a christening? She stole my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's let's bring her a doggy bag. Yeah. We'll put it outside her. mush. We'll, out. well, I mean, we'll have to mush it first, obviously. She has, yeah. to, she has to deep. Yeah, I'm going to step on it. Yeah. With my bare feet because we're also, yeah. like, peasants. We have to take it over to the vineyards. We have to get in those tubs. Yeah. We have to put all the food in there. Yeah. Mush it up. Yeah, but, like, a mini tub. Sure. Because she's only getting one Whatever plate. size tub is over. Is there a Svetlana tub? Do we have those ready for just her? Where it's like, hey, this is Svetlana's tub. We got to mush her food. And then we'll give it to her. Yeah. I think that's just called a pail. I don't think she needs like a whole tub. For like one plate of food. But our feet have to fit in there. My foot can't fit in a pail, if I'm being honest with you. Well, we're dainty little like fairy creatures. I think we can. (laughs) So you have to stay in character. I've seen your feet. You can fit. It can fit. You can fit. (laughs) And scene. And scene. That's called improv. <laughs> TM all those ideas. As always. As always. We don't have to say it again, but we will. I will say it every time. Just in case we have a one episode listener. 
which I don't know how you could only listen to one. Couldn't be me. Okay. In the Grimm's version, back to the... Okay, so they didn't invite 13 because they only have 12 gold, gold dishes. Yeah, you could probably whip up another one, but that's fine. Probably good. The slighted sprite. So in this version, she's a sprite. Okay. Curses the princess to die at 15 when she pricks her finger on a spindle. A kinder fairy... Yeah. A kinder fairy softens the curse with 100 years of sleeping. The king bans spindles, but again, because of the renegade old women, they get a tour, Aurora pricks, she's 15, and then they go into a snooze. Maleficent is not heard from again, and the prince doesn't give her a liberating lip lock. His kiss comes coincidentally on the day the princess's sentence is up. Oh. The Grimm's opt for subtlety and don't add a moral at the end. Um, the prince who kissed her in her sleep, quote, Oh, her and the prince who kissed her lived happily to the end of their days. So it's safe to say that the moral is not the most empowering to women. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I thought at one point a wing, like, gets ripped off too. See, that's what I think, like, the movies just about her are about. But I don't know if, like... I gotta, I'm going to rewatch these. Probably watch one in the night. Do it. I'm trying to read a little. This girl wrote a lot about this. Yeah, this is like, I'm not going to lie. I thought this would be a little bit more concise. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, <laughs> there's 15 versions. We got 600 years of stories to talk through. <laughs> so there's a bunch of versions. Yeah, the Grimm's Brothers alone have like 12 versions. Oh would you think Little Mermaid was perfect and you just like didn't redo that one? <sighs> well, that one is also crazy. And, and I'm sure there's Cinderella a bunch of versions of crazy. that one. Wait, what happens in Cinderella? They poke the eyes out of the stepsisters and stepmother, like the little birds. Should we do like a little princess series and go through like the different ones? Yeah. Okay, love this. So stay tuned, stay everybody, because this week was Maleficent. So I do want to, because we've talked about it, I do want to do Shrek. Like I want to hear the Shrek story, because that was based off a real story. Oh, okay, yeah. Just because like we've already talked about his like father-in-law being a frog. So <laughs> Yeah. They can be included. Him and Fiona. Like, do you think her name's Fiona? Well, oh my God, I'm we'll, getting ahead of we'll myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll find out. Guys, if there's a story you want to hear, if you'd like us to start off with a certain one. Yours are perked. Yeah. Shoot us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Goodbye. Bye.